0: mm Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Words of Heart podcast. I'm your host, Dion Sanchez. And joining me in this episode is Beth Thorpe. Did I say that right? You got it. Yes. Awesome. Thank you for joining me, Beth.
1: Thank you for having me. So glad to be here with you.
0: Me as well. It's been a nice 10 or so minutes getting into this. But let's not waste any more time. Um, Could you please share with my audience a bit about yourself, your wonderful book in the background. Please give us the inside scoop into you.
1: Uh, Okay, sure. Uh, My name is Beth Thorpe, and uh, I'm the executive director of the Mitchell Thorpe Foundation. And that's in memory of my son, Mitchell, which is part of what we wrote the book about. I'm a philanthropist. I'm a faith influencer. I speak a lot uh, as keynote speaker on various subjects. And um, I'm here about helping people. And the Mitchell Thorpe Foundation came about uh, when my son was undiagnosed to his death which is basically unheard of nowadays, but it happened. And it took us on a five year, very long hard journey throughout the United States in and out of different hospitals, looking for answers, finding doctors to try to figure out what was going on with them. Symptoms came out at the age of 13. He passed at 18. And really it was one of those hardest moments, I guess, you know, anyone would go through, right. You don't wish it upon anyone to be part of this club of losing a child, right. It's just devastating. And what it takes, um, a family through, uh, from healing from trauma and you name it, we went through it and how to overcome not becoming divorced. Cause usually that's what happens when right. someone's caring for a child. So through that all, we heard the still small voice of God speaking. Cause we're very faith-based people, um, telling me not audible, but in my spirit that this is not the end, this is the beginning. And I sat up in my bed when I was curled up in my deepest pain of grief. It didn't know what that meant. And my husband, who was at the church um, that week, too, we were helping two boys that had um, he heard about two boys that had cancer. One had lymphoma. One had non-Hodgkin's. And again, both families trying to make ends meet. Everyone wants to help everybody. And he came home and to tell me I had a really strong sense of feeling that God wants us to start something. So we need to start a foundation to help more families going through what we went through. So that's how the foundation was born. And now we've given back, oh, my goodness, and counting $2.6 and counting back into the community, helping families, helping children, fighting for their tomorrows.
0: First off, I commend you truly. I wish I had an applause sound effect. Maybe I'll figure out a way to (laughs) incorporate that. But I truly admire you. And I can't, honestly, I can't imagine as a parent um, having to go through that. And to be 18, that's really when your life fully starts in a way and he didn't get a chance to experience that
1: right so we wanted to take his legacy and move it forward and there were so many people along our journey that said oh Beth you really need to tell your story look what God did with this turned tragedy into to glory for him and you need to tell your story so I kept documenting things along the way I just wasn't ready to write it but you know it was when COVID hit right shut everything down it quieted my world which is usually what it takes and again hearing that voice that god does so faithfully for me to speak to me he said daughter it's time to write our story you know our because we are yes, his witness yes. right yes absolutely. so i'm i'm like okay when you hear him speak you move you gotta move there's yes. no question so and prior to that, Neon, I could not, it was, I understand what writer's block is now. Cause you're just, I was frozen. I think I was frozen <laughs> because I was like, that's where the enemy comes in. You know, the yes. fear of, can I write this? Can I do him get God justice? Can I just, you know, all of those things, those voices that, you know, when we talk about mental health, <laughs> how to handle all those issues. Yes, But I finally got to that space where I was able to write it. It took me 15 months, nine months to write the manuscript, another six months with my editor my very first book proposal, once I got the manuscript written, I'm like, you're like, whew, got it written. And then they say, you think writing your book was hard? Now try to get it published, right? That's really (laughs) hard. So then you're like, oh, where do you begin with all that process, right? So um, someone suggested I go to Barnes and Noble and buy the book. It was like a Bible, this thick, huge, of all the publishers and editors throughout the United States. And then you begin looking at that and you go, oh my goodness, where do you begin? It's like throwing a dart but, uh, I got some consultation from another gal who wrote a book, um, title heaven is for real. She lives here in this region and she gave me some wonderful insight. Uh, and we, I was showing her a couple publishers I was interested in and I said, you know, go big or go small. So I went and hit for my first one. I wanted to go after in New York, a big time publisher. And I'll tell you another miracle. They sent me the, it's hanging on my wall right here. I looked at it the congratulations letter, the week of Mitchell's passing, which was in November, I received it. Oh. Oh, I just was waving it to the heavenlies, just crying. I'm like, oh my goodness. Not only did I get accepted on the first book proposal submission, that's a miracle in itself. And and then to have a, a the congratulations letter come in the week of his passing was the second miracle for me. I says, oh boy, God, you must really want your story to be told out there through us. So that's where it is. It just got released. The end of june worldwide so that's a beautiful thing
0: it is a beautiful thing and i just love that you're sharing his legacy so it will live on truly um and i do believe in what you said about tragedy turning into purpose um from i'm a believer as well so i'm right there with you um in regards to that component i can relate to that fairly well um um before 2020 November 2019 um I was experiencing probably a not so lovely experience and I was developing symptoms of diabetes Mm -hmm. but I wasn't sure where or how or had any knowledge of that really probably one friend had it but I didn't make it a point to dive in or figure it out or what it was I was on a precipice of death pretty much and Mm. All these and this was surrounding events that and which entail celebration, like my birthday, Christmas, Thanksgiving, all of these monumentous holidays that usually involve huge family gatherings and celebrating life. And I didn't think I had a life left to live,
1: quite yeah. honestly.
0: All um, right. It was a really depressing time and I know a guy was up there doing something, but I wasn't sure what he was doing or if he was taking a vacation, I don't really know what, but um, I, honestly, he doesn't take a vacation, but I, it was just really saddening because I was at the point where, okay, what's the answer? I wasn't going to be around here on earth to hear it. I was probably going to be up there being like, what happened, God? What's going on? I'm here a little too yeah. soon, but in regards to the purpose factor, um, that was through my diagnosis in January, mm. 2020, which is not a year. Anyone wants to be diagnosed with anything. I'm sure. Right. Which, exactly. Yeah. Cause there's a virus that can kill you and there's no vaccine. And you also have to battle cancer and all these other factors. In addition to n- not being infected, it's just a whole lot of can of worms. That oh yeah. You weren't ready to take on. And for me, I was just very blessed to be able to, and I love that you mentioned, um, God wants to share my story, your son's story and your story with that. And I just truly love that because for Mm. me, my story wasn't over apparently.
1: It's not. And that's the thing, what happens that your audience needs to know when you're in the deepest pits of whatever. And even I walked through that too. I said, you know, God, where are you? We had people praying over Mitchell, over our family and why aren't you listening? Where are you, Lord? You know, you—it's it's human nature, right? Yes. And even though God is faithful, He was there, and He is there, and He's walking us through the fire, and He's walking us through the trial. So, you know, it's so important in my world to hang on to your faith because, you know, faith doesn't always take you out of the problem. Faith takes you through the problem. Yes, does that makes sense. Yeah,
0: absolutely, it does.
1: Yeah, and so it's so important to have that, and 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 faith gives you the ability to handle the pain. Faith doesn't always take, you know, away the pain, right? It just helps you get through it. And then when there's storms of life, faith doesn't always take you out of the storm. Faith helps you calm the storm around you. So walking in that is very, very important. And, you know, it pleases God. If you do have strong faith, you can get through many things. And that's where it goes back into what makes your mental health so important. And even all the families and children we help, part of that is talking to them of, when they're feeling like life is over, that why is this happening to me, all those questions that you are feeling too yes. surface. I mean it's it's human nature. And um it's helping people to um deal with that. And in our case we help children. So we go from birth to age 21. So uh, we're dealing with different age groups and so forth. But I'm glad you persevered because usually when something big's about ready to happen, you know, I always say the enemy was trying to take me out but I wouldn't allow him to do that. Right. <clears throat> yeah.
0: He, 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 he was doing something and I didn't see it as an <laughs> enemy. I just saw it as real life, but obviously the enemy could be interpreted in many different ways. Absolutely. And it was a really crazy time. And um, we're about thir- soon to be three years of this virus, unfortunately, which means three years of me adapting to this new health change while trying to stay safe from the virus and it was a scary time and I would be lying if I said I didn't consider just ending my suffering I would be lying if I didn't say that because Mm -hmm. it was just so devastating and I didn't know what was happening my family was crying every single day I was crying I was supposed to be embracing this new age I've entered and I couldn't even do that because this new age Mm -hmm. just seemed like it was a waste of time because hey I'm sick and I'm falling apart I'm basically ash, like nothing was turning around and it was just really depressing. And my, I, my faith has always been strong. It's always been a part of me. It was really, really low. I don't think it's ever been that low um, yeah. in that. Um, yes, point in my and
1: life. it's true. It's a, it, it was a test of your faith and we all go through testings in life. I mean, this life is not easy and we will all be hit. I mean, with something down the road, along the way. Something's going to happen, you know, and you have to be prepared to have a firm foundation and where you're going to stand on, um, to get you through the tough times in life. And so, you know, there, you know, there's a lot of different steps that people can take to, to care for themselves mentally and why mental health is so important. And that's why so many people talk about it nowadays, because so many people have lost hope and especially with the pandemic going on the isolation people felt and they weren't even sick. So yeah, and, ha- and yeah. suffering. So uh, I empathize with you. But look where you are now.
0: Right? Yes, I'm having this wonderful conversation, which honestly was through my diagnosis, which led me to be a warrior for change and to have these conversations that need to be discussed to impact and have people resonate with. So yes, exactly.
1: I like what you said, a warrior for change, because that's we called our son our warrior son oh. so every year we hold our you know it all started when the community came out for us when they heard of our situation here locally and they heard about our situation and we're talking this was back in okay he passed in 2008 so again prior to that five years we were going through all this and they formed and said we want to help your family we we know you're struggling financially we want to do a walkathon for you so literally there was like 600 800 people that showed up at this walkathon and people we didn't even know i mean it forever changes you so that's a whole nother point of what community can do when yes. community comes together to help a person and that's what we do every year now we're on our 14th annual oh. warrior spirit 5k run walk and family festival we're known as the most inspirational run walk of the region because we bring all our families out and our children oh. that are healthy enough to be there and They have team pages up, people walking for their daughter or son, and you know. So it's just amazing what community can do, and I we inspired that through the foundation out into our community, Uh, and it's just grown. Um, The foundation just this in March, just what two months ago, (laughs) May yeah, May just won the community (laughs) impact award. So that was beautiful in the whole in the region here. So that was really wonderful to receive that. So it kind of makes you feel good that your work is after all these years is paying off. And yes, it's the heartache of losing my son. It's always there, right? Right. I'll never, he's always top of my mind. I think about him every day. It never goes away. So people will say that to me, you know, how do you go on? And I have to let the audience that you know that it was very traumatic. And it was five years dealing with it day in and day out two years to come out of it and healing. And even, even after two years, where I could see the light of day again, to feel that life was still good again. Um, literally for me, it was just God wrapping his arms around me going, this is not the end. As I heard him, this is the beginning. I didn't really know what he meant by that. Right. Right. So until, yes. I mean, look what that meant. And that's when I, I know what it meant. So now 13 years later, I can look back at the fingerprints of God through our story. And I was able to write it so that's what we hope that it brings inspirational purpose and message of how to overcome things, how to persevere, how to heal. There's restoration in the book, how to break free, that you don't have to be a victim of the circumstance, how to move forward. So that's what the book will help. And it's written as a beautiful story. So
0: I truly love that. And while well, we still have time because it hasn't come up yet the timer, um are you thinking of writing another book at all?
1: Oh, absolutely. People have asked me that too. Uh, well, this one just got released in June. Right. So we're only right. in what, August, two yeah. months. So I'm in the process of promoting this book that um, actually there's a film producer looking at it too. We might <laughs> want to take it to film. So that's a beautiful thing.
0: Well, you're Oh, that's awesome. You're like jumping ahead of something I would have already mentioned. Like, is it going to be a movie? And Oh, I love that.
1: Well, that has always been in my heart because it's a beautiful story and um, it's an inspirational true story, right? And it's one of those that people always want to watch and, and find hope in. And so it's gathering interest right now. So we're going to explore this um, option and um, uh, we'll see where it takes us. So maybe the next podcast, it'll go to movie and you can interview me then.
0: Yes, 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 (laughs) yes, absolutely. I hope the producers are listening to this now. That would be amazing. Ugh, I'm like getting emotional. That I just love your son's story and your story. And it does deserve to be heard. It certainly, certainly does.
1: Yeah, it is, it's designed to give hope to the hopeless. It's designed to help heal the hearts of the brokenhearted. It's designed to help people understand how to persevere through trials. I write a chapter titled Overcomer. Because even after Mitchell's passing, I had a five centimeter brain tumor that was removed. My husband had cancer. So these are things we had to overcome and get through. And again, this is before we wrote the book, right? <laughs> right. Okay, think about this. You know? And then I said to my husband, I um, I guess if God and Mitchell are calling me home, know that I'll be okay. And he was like, I had nothing to do with that. He says, no, I'll see you after your surgery, right? When they were <laughs> wheeling me off. Oh. And then I, I woke up in ICU and I was just like, okay. God, I guess you're not done with me. yet. I got more work to do. So anyway, that's where it is. But if people are interested in the book, they can find it anywhere online where books are sold now, whether you like to buy it at Amazon or wherever you like to buy your books, Barnes and Noble, or they can go to a new and I can actually sign a personal copy and eat and get one to you. So awesome. whichever way people like to get their books and, uh, that would be a beautiful thing. And know this, that every book that is purchased goes back to the foundation to help another child fighting for their tomorrow.
0: Amen to that. Um, speaking of overcoming, I'm trying to overcome the power of time so yes. I can get through this. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna get to the icebreaker segment. Please say with me time. Um, I'll start with the icebreaker question, which honestly, you kind of already know the answer to. So I don't know what I'm asking, but I do this anyway. If you had to come up with a title or chapter for your life at this precise moment, what would it be?
1: I'd have to title it what the book is, A New Creation.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Normally, I would say give another answer, but your answer is already beautiful, so I'm just going to allow it. I'm just going to (laughs) allow it. (laughs) Yes, A New Creation. Absolutely. Um, I already shared my answer, but I'm still going to share it. Um, being a warrior for change. I, I've i already shared the diabetic miracle, I'm still alive component, me being resurrected from the dead, so to speak, which is a really biblical thing in regards to Jesus Christ, which I literally experienced um, through my own um, experience. I know that's a way, weird way of phrasing it. Um, but aside from that, I've overcome a lot in my, um, since entering this world, so to speak. Um, just mm-hmm. to give you a little insight, since you're a believer as well, um, for the first years of my life, quite literally, I couldn't hear his talk. So that was the 90s. There was no medical diagnosis or explanation Obviously, I'm having this conversation with you. So God wanted me to speak. (laughs) You just didn't want me to speak quite yet. So um, I've had to overcome those challenges and being Mm. two years delayed and learning things at a slower rate. And Fast forward to now, I'm in my adulthood and trying to overcome diabetes and all of those factors. So being a warrior for change is really symbiotic to my own personal journey and testimony and struggles, and just really, is who I am at this precise moment, and probably going forward. So, Mm
1: -hmm. and it's good, you're an inspiration to others, right? So that's what we tell all our families and children, too, who are feeling the same way that they can be an inspiration for change as well. When they move past the season of life, you're in a season that Hopefully the chapter is turned, and now you're into this new chapter of, of being a podcast host. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah. So think of it. That's those are the grateful moments. So you be grateful. You say thank you. I take it. Um, yes. And um, you know whatever whatever's going on in your health, you know take control of that too. And I'm sure you have. And <laughs> and uh, be a prayer warrior.
0: Yes, absolutely. So we are going to get to the icebreaker game. Um, hopefully, <laughs> all right, timer on my side now, stay with me. So the icebreaker game is called Song Association. You don't have to be an avid singer. You can be a karaoke singer, a yodeler, any vocal capacity you have can be incorporated into this game. Um, so basically how it works in the brief time I have to explain, I give you a word. Again, you can sing it, rap it, yodel it. It has to be an actual song. You can't make it up. You can't do a poem. You can't do a meditation chant. You have to use an actual song.
1: I hope I know some songs.
0: <laughs> I it's, can sing to. It's, if it's in the lyrics, you're golden. Um, You got to try to sing it. I, I'm going to throw off the title part because people say the title, but then the game is practically over because they don't sing. So... It has to be in the lyrics. Um, Again, if it's in the lyrics, you're good. However, and this is where the fun part kicks in. And I'm sure your son is going to be laughing from heaven when I say this. Um, You don't have the luxury of time, quite literally, because now my time is being limited as well. So you have 15 seconds, or however much time we are allowed, 15 seconds from the time I give you the word to sing it, rap it, yodel it. In that time span. You'll be impressed how quickly our brain turns to mush when it comes to this game.
1: I know. I can feel it already.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So while we're on the clock, I will get the timer started. And all right. The first word is heart. Heart. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not sure, but Lord, be the heart of my heart. Uh, I can <laughs> yodel it. I don't
0: know the tune. Uh, I can't sing. I don't think of it. I'm anything with heart. Um, well, there is a I, there's a Christian song I know with the word heart. Luckily, um, it was played out all throughout. I want to say the worship songs in my childhood. I believe it's called <clears throat> "Open the Eyes of My Heart, Lord." Oh, open yeah. the eyes of my heart oh, yeah. that's a Christian song see, yeah. yeah I think there was like j- gestures in the dance really Ah,
1: remember. see that helped you had gestures but I do remember that song so yeah if it was in a, the faith-based genre that would be one so open the eyes of my heart lord <laughs> open the eyes of my heart I don't remember the rest of it, though. That's
0: I'm probably going to be playing it later because now was stuck in my head. But let's keep the game going. So the next word is... word. Oh, wait. Yeah, words. Okay. You may have got to... Because I kind of said it before I started the timer. So words. Words? Yes.
1: You have to give us a little hint, some words.
0: Well, um, I... I can give you a hint now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, there is a song called "More Than Words" by a band Extreme. I just know it being that song being covered by another um band because I'm versatile like that. Even though I don't think that's a good word. I wish use.
1: I was more musical, but I don't. I don't know. Um, I... there
0: is a song I know a Christian. song. I don't know. I don't know how to sing it. Um, I want to say it's by Hawk Nelson called words Mm. i don't know how that goes i just know it's in my phone and i play it sometimes so there's that song too so on to the last word all right we're overcoming the power of time let's see if we can keep going so the last word your last word you can do this beth oh gosh i believe in you the last word is shine
1: ah shine the light of my heart lord shine the light of my heart lord shine the light of my heart lord shine
0: the light of my heart <laughs> that's all i know i will I, I hope that's about i'm gonna end up looking it up later i hope that's a natural song because <laughs> i then- don't know i don't know you're caught you got the wrong gal who doesn't
1: i'm not very musically inclined i wish i was but no. i can sing along with people with the
0: songs already <laughs> there if you put them in front of me well, if it helps, many people don't get all these words. The last word I always change up, though, to make it fun. But again, this is just for fun giggles. You actually knew a song example, so that was helpful. <laughs> huh. Yeah, it's challenging, I have to say,
1: especially if I'm not too musically inclined.
0: Yes, well, we beat the power of time, so I'm very happy. That was the goal. That was a separate game in itself. So. While this is still happening, um, we can keep talking about music, or <laughs> we can get to the final round of beating the power of time here. Um I'm very laughable in this sense because again, time needs to be on our side. So again, I'm as much as I want to keep this conversation going. Ah, see? Mm-hmm we are really getting to the closing point of this beating time game because the timer thing just went off. So um, please, while we still are here, share with my audience where they can find your book again, Um, give us the inside scoop on the movie when it comes out, give us all the ways for my audience to get in contact with you.
1: Absolutely. First of all, the book can be bought anywhere online where you purchase your books um, online or in bookstores. Uh, if you want a personalized signed copy, you can go to my website, Anew Creation, anewcreation.org, and I'll personally sign that book for you. If people want to know a little bit more about the Mitchell Thorpe Foundation, they can go to Mitchellthorpe.org. Beautiful and nice and
0: sweet. Um, thank you again. Beth for sharing your son's story and your legacy and just letting it live on and outstand the test of time and definitely outstand this interview and I'm sure many more so thank you truly for joining me
1: thank you for having me it was fun <laughs> awesome. Bye. Don't go
0: any. no don't go anywhere quite yet um okay. <laughs> so my audience thank you for joining us on this latest episode of the words of our podcast if you enjoyed it, if you like it, if you want Beth to study up on some music, um, <laughs> here are the ways to do that. You can find us on Facebook at The Words of Our Podcast. We're also on YouTube and wherever you listen to your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google. Um, if you're listening to it from the moon and beyond, I would love to be in contact with you. Um, I still want intergalactic and interdimensional broadcast to happen. It is possible. But until then, from all of us here at Words of Heart, again, thank you for joining me, Beth Thorpe. Again, your son's story lives on through you, and I love that. Um. So again, stay healthy, stay safe. If you want to get in contact with me, I am on Twitter at heartword 24 and on Instagram at heartword 25 So again, stay healthy, stay safe, keep writing your story. It will have the power to change lives. So much love and until next time, bye.